When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to catch up with my good mate, Corey Jane, who was on the call over the weekend uh, with Dan McCarty calling the game here live on SCNZ, the All Blacks. He's original OG of the Bomb Squad, and he's going to join us right now. Corey Jane, CJ, how you doing, brother? Good, Israel. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, mate. Good to hear your voice. Uh, look, obviously, you watched and you called the game over the weekend. How impressive was that performance? Are you happy? Oh, I thought it was real good. I thought, you know, the first 15, 20 minutes, um, All Blacks were just relentless. And with the speed that they were playing with, uh, the collision area, they were outstanding. But also with their, their skill set, their ability to you know, change where they were going to attack the spring box by little tips to throughout the forwards mm. or when they decided to go, go wide um, or even with their little uh, kicking game, um, really not letting the spring box get set defensively and and bring lines, bring that physicality. It was, it was an outstanding first 20. And Will Jordan, mate, I saw you having a little conversation on, on the socials in terms of him. He's been a fullback throughout the year for the Crusaders, but with him playing so well on the wing, you're saying it's doing him injustice, mate, because he's so good at, at, at both positions. I, I enjoy him on the wing. I, I said that on uh, Saturday night when I was mm. yarning away over the game, and I just think his ability to pop up anywhere, um, as you saw in the game, um, mm. didn't really matter if he was playing on the left, uh, on the right wing or uh, at fullback. And his time obviously come at, at fullback somewhere along the line, but I remember back in the days, and I wasn't as good a fullback as him, but I remember I was a fullback and I managed to play a couple of good games on the wing for the All Blacks and I couldn't get off it. Um, so he's <laughs> done the fall to that poke probably. Yeah, that's that's dead right, CJ. Look, he's a, he's a natural footballer. Um, and this, just he sees space, mate, like like no other player out there on the football field. A couple of times watching it live there and seeing him drift around, uh, he just sort of gets into places, and then that, that spark, that speed that he's got off the mark, it catches everyone out. Yeah, Kimpy, that's right. He's, um, he, he reminds me of an old-school uh, fullback. Um, you know, like the more of the penetrator got a, an eye for where the ball's going to be, not necessarily the playmaking ones that we have or some of them these days. And he just kind of know where to, knows where to step up and where the ball or the opportunity is going to be. And he seems to always be there. And it's just his quickness um, to beat people just by having that little bit of speed and uh, always holding the ball in two hands, which um, helps as well. So he's just um, he's playing awesome rugby and he's just such a threat. See, the, the kicking game, I was talking to you over the weekend, and when you're placing uh, South Africa, particularly from the back three's point of view, you're constantly working on high balls. But there hasn't been a, a shift in saying, oh, well, they're testing us at our high ball. Why don't we flip it around and test them, mate? And we saw early signs and some gains there. Will Jordan, Mark Talia chasing the ball down and putting the pressure on them in terms of high ball receipt? Yeah, love it. Um, and I remember back in... Our days, when I say back in our days, it wasn't that long ago. But, um, <laughs> man, I, I would always try to get up there and get the ball. It was just it was something to do. And 
I think people have gone away from it a little bit more and they stay down low and they wait for the opposition to catch the ball and then they try and tackle them. So to actually see them, you know, putting them up in the air and, and actually contesting in the air, because back when we played, you know, Zurich were awesome at putting the ball up in the air, great kickers, and then they chase hard and they put you under pressure, but they weren't the best at catching their high balls anyway. So for the All Blacks to go and do that and, and really just commit to it, that's awesome. And again, it, it stops South Africa from being that line speed that we saw for the 20 minutes after half time where they kind of got their game going. But if you've got a good kicking game, high ball, long, all those kicks to the edges that they were doing, it's hard to get set and hard to bring line speed. And I thought the All Blacks game, the way that they played was, was just outstanding. Mate, you, you've been a big part of uh, bringing the Lions big uh, defensively to NZ. We saw what it did for you in 2016 with the Hurricanes. Didn't have a try scored against you in the playoffs. Like, uh, how, do, how do you nullify that? Like, uh, did you see enough from the All Blacks plan, particularly in that 20 minutes after halftime? I thought they had to step back in, particularly when the ball got to 10. They weren't able to get that ball in the second receiver. Did you see enough to say that they can counter that? Yeah, well, they... They were under the pump in that, that 20 minutes after half time because uh, the Springboks really got physical and they brought the line speed. And you could see us starting to put pressure on the All Blacks, but the ability to continue to hold on to the ball and then the opportunities came um, on the edges a little bit later was, I guess, a bit of testament to the character that the All Blacks were, were playing with in that game. But you're right, line speed, if, if you let it keep coming at you, they can hit you behind the game line. They can keep getting set and slow your ruck down and come again. You're going to have a hard day playing rugby. But I thought the, the speed, the skill set of what the All Blacks were trying to do, and if you continue to get fast ball, you don't allow the defence to get set, it's hard for them to come forward connectively or together and, and smack you. You know, they're normally coming in ones and twos, and, and that's when you can find little weaknesses. And um, You can't always bring line speed. You know, people are getting too good at school um, in rugby these days. So you've got to be smart on on when and where and how on the field. Um, but it, it does put you under pressure skill, skill-wise. Yeah, one of one of the things I noticed, C, was when I was there that they moved them around quite a lot. So they got stood next to players that they didn't really want to uh, be next to. Well, hence why Will Jordan went through. I, I thought their tight five, especially in that first 20 minutes, defensively were very good uh, stopping them on the ad line. But also in their set um, set plays, you know, the scrum was good, the line-out was good. How do you think they went? Yeah, I thought, and when you play South Africa, massive humans. And you probably and you know that they're going to be physical, and in the collision area they're going to be massive. Set piece they're going to be massive. So the All Blacks would have known that, and then they said, "Look, if we can, we can be physical and dynamic in those areas. Set piece we can hold our own, and we let our skill set take care of the rest. We're in here with a good day." And I thought set piece wise, the breakdown, the collision area, the All Blacks were quite good, and then the skill set was just unbelievable on top of that. So if you can get those. Teams win competitions because their set piece, they've got a great set piece. They can rely on their defence, and if you win collisions, well, you're going to be pretty bloody hard to stop, aren't you? And I thought the All Blacks, for most part of that game, uh, were quite good in all those areas. Any concerns? That anything that stands out from from a coaching perspective that maybe you'd like to, um, you know, work on going forward against Australia? Well, who knows what Aussie's going to bring, aren't they? So. It's going to be interesting for them, but I think the the important 
important thing is that they just keep building on, on what they're doing here because there's going to be times going forward in these next few games and then into the World Cup where they, they will drop some ball. They won't win the collisions and the pressure will be on them. So it's, I guess it's how they continue to build and not get flustered too much because it's going to happen. Um, but you saw in that 20 minutes after half time where they were under the pump a little bit and they were dropping the ball a little bit and uh, getting, getting whacked behind the game line. They didn't, they didn't lose their confidence and it's important that when that happens going forward, um, they don't lose their confidence and they continue to play their game because uh, if they do, well, it's going to be a good year, isn't it? Should be, mate. Should be. Hey, Corey, um, Bowden Barrett's not had a great season for the Blues, but thought that was probably his best game of 2023 um, on Saturday night. What did, what did you make of it? And is fullback now his best position in the All Blacks? Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah, a bit more time to, to run around, and he's played 400 billion games too. So, you know, you've got to expect <laughs> the legs are a little bit tired. And, you know, I think the one thing, you know, he doesn't run into the collisions like he used to, I think. But the older you get, you know, your body gets smacked around a bit. You don't want to get hit too many more times. And that's one thing that he probably doesn't do as much as he used to. But, you know, when you get into the All Blacks, everyone should be able to do their job. So it makes it easier for you to do your job. And that's where you're seeing Bowden or Bodie able to do that and, and pull the strings that are needed to be pulled. And when you get to super rugby, and if you're a quality athlete like he is, Sometimes you've got to look after a few other players around you and, and that probably didn't help him. So now he's able to just do his role and do his role really, really good and everyone else is doing their role and you play some good rugby. After that performance from Richie Moonga and um, Damien D-Max performance against Argentina, is there still a debate? Are we still trying to find our, our 10 to take us to the World Cup? No, we're not. Richie would be the 10, I think. Mm-hmm. He's just unbelievable. But I think... The battle becomes at fullback, and that's where the the Bodie and the uh, DMAC will try to battle for that position a bit more. And then who's going to become the backup ten? Um, because you're not going to have all three of them in the 23 area. So I think Richie going forward will be the number one. But you know who's going to be in that fullback role slash backup ten? It's going to be the the interesting debate over the next few games, I reckon. Hey Richie, you talk about Dad's Army winning. Uh, CJ, talk about Dad's Army winning the the World Cup. They, you know, over the years, it's been the older players that get through those World Cups to win it. Now, after the weekend, one of the thoughts that I had walking out of the ground was it was such. You just talked about the collision, such a hefty game collision wise. Do you think, if you think of it in, in that sense, when you're coming up against France, Ireland, and South Africa, if we're playing that style of football, that we've got the backup to help us get through those games? Yeah, well, I think the All Blacks have picked... You look at all their forwards, and, and apart from an Ardy, maybe a Frizzell a little bit, there's not much X factor. You know, these guys that are actually just going to go and smack into things and, and try and win collisions. You know, they've gone away from the Hoskins and the Kieran and all that who had more X factor. And mm. they didn't want those players. They wanted guys that actually can go out there and win collisions, and they enjoy that part. So... It was good to see in the weekend, and again, it's going to be like that going forward, but I think the, the guys that they've, they've picked uh, are accustomed to getting smacked and going into those collision areas, so it, it might help them going forward in terms of you know, not breaking down and, and getting injured, so well, fingers crossed.
There was a bit of a, a comment that came through the, the text machine this morning. Um, see, just on Artie Savia, probably didn't have the impact with ball in hand that many were, were hoping, so they were thinking potentially the size difference. But for you, is it a concern that Artie was aim, able to have the runs, the impact that he was able to have? And with Sam Kane out, would you like to see him take over that seven position? Uh, no, see, I, I, like him at, I like him at eight. And I think Dalton, whilst he hasn't had the best season super rugby wise um he's more than capable of, of playing seven and look Artie probably didn't jump off your screen uh, like he normally does but when you got Shannon Frizzell standing on the side uh, at six and he has absolutely dominated the game didn't he mm-hmm. and so for, he probably took a little bit more of the limelight so you can't d- jump off the screen every game and it's important yeah. that I guess in that loose four trio that if somebody's doing his job really really well Shannon was unbelievable, that Artie and Sam Kane in that first half were able to just compliment him. You know, you don't have to try and do too much. And that's what I think we need to understand in, in this New Zealand team is that, yeah, they didn't jump off the screen, but they're probably working their ass off anyway. Oh, can't say that, can I? But um, <laughs> too probably, late. Working their, probably working their booty off. Sorry, guys. Um, you know, so it's actually not too bad. <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. It wouldn't have been a Corey Jane interview without a, a wee little saying like that, my good mate. Tay Cookley, what are you up to? What are you up to for the, the holidays? You had a little break with the kids? You get away? I don't know if it's a little break with the kids. No, they just stay at home and sit on technology and don't want to do anything all, all day. And I had a few netball <laughs> tournaments with my daughter, and at the moment, it's the worst day of, uh, time of the day because I'm trying to get them ready for school and... They're lazy and they just argue and um, yeah, great fun, man. Great fun. <laughs> All right, school holidays over, so you'll be breathing a sigh of relief, brother. Hey, appreciate your time, Siege. The OG bomb squad. A message coming through from Patty. Morning, boys. Have you seen on South African rugby Twitter that they are calling their back three the bomb squad? Are they twelve years too late for that? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Please, the OG master himself. So I can't get that memory out of 2011 against Australia when you dominated the year. CJ, appreciate your call, brother, and uh, all the hey. best, and we'll catch up soon, bro. Take care, guys. Uh, Corey Jane, good man. Ooh. Always a good chat. That was, that was actually really, really good and insightful. You know that part? Mm-hmm. Um, where he's talk, talking about, about getting guys that are used to the collision and not picking them uh, because of the flare. <laughs> Just, yeah. mate, penny drop. I was like, man, that is so right, because that's exactly how they played on the weekend. Got their bodies in, in front and just stopped those big South Africans and then just kept changing them out. Let's get someone else on there to yeah. do that. He must have been having a chat to Jace Ryan. He wants tough buggers that can go in there and do the hard yards, and uh, you saw signs of that. People being tough and just absolutely nailing roles. So appreciate Corey Jane joining us, talking All Blacks.